Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast, an exploration in leadership development. I'm your host, Brad Knowles. Now let's dive in. Wanted to dive into sacrifice as it pertains to leadership. Leadership is uh, almost across the board something that requires sacrifice. And, it, and honestly, I, I don't know as if there's a type of leadership that doesn't require a level of sacrifice. And I think there's lots of ways. There's lots of ways that leadership can show up as a sacrificial thing. What I wanted to dive into is something I'm liking to call the big five. What are the big five ways that we have to be prepared to sacrifice as a leader? And this is where I like to have a moment of pause with people who are considering stepping into a leadership moment because I want to make sure that they really understand what the heck it is they're signing up for. When you sign up for leadership, you're signing up to sacrifice. You are going to, as John Maxwell say, give up to go up. There's no way you move up into a leadership role without sacrifice, without giving something up. And I find that there's five major areas where that give up shows up. So let's dive into those today for our podcast. Number one is control. You don't bring other people into your world without giving up some level of control. I'll say it another way. If you aren't giving up control as a leader, you aren't leading. You're not leading. Leaders help other people grow, help other people take on more responsibility, help other people grow in their thinking. To do that, we have to be willing to let go of something, to let go of aspects that are currently in our control. If it just be looking at me, I control it all. In the leadership world, the control piece is something we have to give up. Here's, the, here's the, the painful dichotomy of it, though. You don't give up the responsibility of it. You just give up the control of it. Yay! You're still fully responsible as the leader, and yet now you have less and less control. You have to succeed through others. I see this as a major ceiling in a lot of leaders' ability to grow. Their inability to give up control. They're able to give it up in certain areas, and in other areas they just hold on with that death-like grip. And it becomes a ceiling to the entire organization. We have to be willing to sacrifice our control it's not going to get done the way you would do it. It will be different. Now, if we've hired the right people and we've invested in them and trained them and really given up the right control, it will be different. However, it'll be better. For those of you who are high achievers, I really want to stress something here. 
One of the big blind spots I find with high achievers is you're so freaking good at so much stuff. You're really good at it. And it becomes this thing that becomes really challenging for you to give up control. It has taken me years to recognize the fact that how bad I am at so much stuff. And some of those gifts did show up early on to help me realize that I need help. I need help. I cannot do this by myself. I'm so bad at that or that. Frickin' anybody can do it better than me. So let's get somebody in here. Let's get them working on it. For some high achievers, the lack of ability to give up control comes from the fact that you're pretty darn good at that thing that you need to give up control on. Just understand, until you give up control of it, it's going to be the ceiling of achievement for your organization. You will lose talented people because you're not willing to give up control. I see this happen in organizations all the time. Somebody who's really talented comes in, and the person who brought them in does not turn over the reins to them as fully as they should and ultimately ends up holding that person back. Well, a talented person is only going to allow that to happen for so long until they go, uh, you know what, I think I'll go to an organization that isn't holding me back. Now, of course, it's, you know, there's a deeper conversation there. Has the person really earned the right to? And, and, and. I get it. Okay? I'm not overlooking that fact. But the thing I want to stress is if you're not willing to give it up as the leader, again, boom, you're the ceiling. Hi, how are you? That's on you, dude. Number two, comfort. All of this stuff is going to be uncomfortable. A lack of comfort is going to show up in leadership. By its very definition, by bringing other people in and giving up pieces of what had been your role, it means you buy back time. That time needs to be allocated to the things that you're either better at or are more important or have a higher dollar productivity to them or a bigger driver, right? It just means that you're getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the responsibility piece, the ownership piece of the organization. And more and more of that responsibility is falling on you ultimately, whether it be because you're the person discerning the hires, whether it be because you're the person who um, is now driving the business in terms of getting new clients and, and business development, whatever it might be. Or it means you're spending more and more time discerning what direction your organization is going to go in, which means everybody's livelihood and future is resting on your decision-making. It ratchets up the pressure by definition that makes us uncomfortable. The lack of comfort is a thing that can hold people back in leadership. It's going to become more and more uncomfortable. Now, over time, you get used to aspects of that. But over time, if we're going to continue to grow, the parts that we're getting used to are probably the new pieces that we're handing off. So we're always kind of in this perpetual state of discomfort. Well, you know what? That's where performance shows up. You don't grow as a leader sitting in your comfort zone. And you don't get to lead talented people by staying comfortable. 
they're going to recognize that in you and leave you, which means you're not leading. You're just walking down the road by yourself. Leadership requires you to perpetually be uncomfortable. And the bigger you go on the leadership side, the more that's going to show up. We've got to be willing to be uncomfortable. Sacrifice our comfort. Three, identity. Again, whew, you can set your watch to this one. As an organization grows, the identity of that organization becomes less and less and less about the leader. A little asterisk here, a little caveat here. I would argue at least it should. There's two kinds of leadership that we see out there, especially in the business world. There's the leaders who surround themselves with other leaders and continue to pour into them and help them develop as leaders. And then there are the leaders who surround themselves with lots of people they can delegate to. But the reality is they're just a genius at the center of it. They really are. They're genuinely a genius. They could be, they could be you know, just absolutely masterful and way outside the bell curve on all sorts of fronts but they're not really developing leaders around them. And what ends up happening when somebody like that leaves an organization, inevitably the thing crumbles. We should be, as we grow as leaders, sacrificing our identity. It ain't about you, dude. If you're gonna be a servant leader, it's about putting others first. Well, by definition, if I'm putting others first, their identity needs to start meeting very quickly more than mine. So I want to challenge you to think about what parts of your identity are you struggling to let go of as you grow your organization. It could be in the very marketing materials that you do. It could. Think about, think about the identity piece. Somebody, somebody who's listening to this right now, that's a big blind spot. And I want you to, I want you to really spend some time on that. Because that, that should be an area of sacrifice that shows up at some point in your leadership growth. Money, number four, ching money. Monet, Monet. We've got to be willing to give it up. This is the most basic give up to go up that I look for in leaders. Are you willing to give up in the short term? And short term could still mean years. Are you willing to give up in the short term financially so that the organization itself will grow? Again, this, I mean, this is a, this is, you know, some of what Zig was talking about, right? Help enough of people get what they want. You'll get everything that you want. Okay. I think he's right. But the order of that operation is really critical. You have to start by helping others get what they want, which means you must be patient in getting what you want. What, getting what you want is a byproduct of them getting what they want. Not the other way around. You have to be willing to sacrifice financially. Last one, time. You start inviting a lot of other people into your world as a leader. One of the things we owe them is time. 
we owe them time to help them, to develop them, to pour into them, to be a resource for them, right? It's a timepiece. And I don't think, I don't know as if that ever really goes away. I don't think it does. So when we look at passive income opportunities, you know, such a buzzy thing that people like to talk about, you know, I want to be sitting on my couch and money just pouring into my bank account. Okay. If it's truly passive, then I would argue it's not going to come with leadership. The leadership piece, I don't think ever really gets to fully passive. The role is always there. The responsibility is always there. The ownership is always there. So be careful in how you look at your leadership and your organization and as that grows over time and the desire for passive income to come from your organization. Because I think by definition, if you truly get to passive, in other words, whether you show up this year or not, that money's going to come rolling in, then I would argue you've probably given up all of the leadership too. And now it's, it's an investment. It's an investment. No different than you went out and bought you know, AT&T stock. That's not leadership. I don't even know if it's really ownership because I think ownership assumes a certain level of responsibility as well. If it's just, I'm placing my money here to get me a return, that's an investment. Most people's organizations that they're looking to build aren't strictly investment. The, the leadership piece is going to stay. So I would encourage you to look at that not as a passive thing. Now, it can be highly leveraged. In other words, your ownership of it is an hour-long conversation once a week. But that's still a leadership thing. That's still an ownership thing. I think as a leader, we're always going to be willing to sacrifice time. And for some, that right there is the non-starter for leadership. I am not willing to sacrifice my time for other people. Okay. That's okay. It's okay. Just understand that that, that creates in every business a ceiling to where that business can go. So just make sure you understand the decision you just made. By saying no to bringing in any other people, I now limit the ability of my business to grow based off of the number of hours I have in a day, not the number of hours we have in a day. Quick review. Leadership requires sacrifice. It's not an option. Know it going in. There's lots of ways you're going to sacrifice. The five biggies that I have seen are control, comfort, identity, identity being yours, money, and time. Are you willing to give up in those areas? Where do you struggle to give up in those areas? And what could you do to work on those so that they don't become ceilings of achievement for your organization and everybody that you're in business with? Hope this has been helpful, gang. Make it a great day.